bit of pre-chat here. Uh, we recorded this episode with our first couple of the podcast. I'm very excited. In December, enjoy. It's a lovely little chat. They were from, well, they're in Zurich. They come kind of from everywhere. Anyway, listen to it. It's really, really good fun. And we've got everyone else as well. So I think we better start now. Hello and welcome to, what's the podcast called again? Uh, it, this is Best Thing. I can't believe it. Yes, it is Best Thing. Another episode dropping right in your ears right now. We've got a great guest. Actually, change that. We've got two guests. Yeah, we've got a couple. They're YouTubers, Steve and Rach. You can find them all on their social media platforms in the links below. Obviously, we've got Fat Chicken with Adam Harris. We've got Bethia Beats bringing the best in brand new music. And we've got film reviews from Tom and Revan. So making sure you don't miss out on those films that you missed out on. Now, the lovely couple that we're going to be talking about is Steve and Rach, and they've got so many great things to say, so enjoy. Next up, Adam Harris's Fat Chicken, then interview with Steve and Rach. Hey guys, Adam, Fat Chicken, doing the fact checking for you. There's been this rumour going around at the moment about Tom Hanks. Not that one. There's a rumour going around that he's got an asteroid named after him. I'm going to find out if that's true for you. I'll see you at the end of the episode. Watching X Factor a lot, and they're like, no way, man, that's crazy. You're talking to Daniel Johnson. Like, yeah, man. (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I hope not to disappoint it's quite funny because um someone um messaged me and uh i think i messaged them and they were doing the voice uh a guy called uh, jolan and uh in the uk voice and he came second and i said oh you're amazing i think you know you should you know definitely should win the show and you know you're gonna go on to do loads and then he went i can't believe you're messaging me when i was a kid <laughs> I really liked your next factor and it, just the words when I was a kid. <laughs> uh, I feel terrible now. Um, <laughs> uh, Steve and Rach, well, I mean, congratulations for being the first couple on the podcast. We haven't had a couple before. It's so an I'm, honor. I'm, I'm loving that. This um, is also our first podcast ever. Yeah. So it's, it's a big milestone for us. It could only go up. You know what I mean? <laughs> this, is where, this is where it starts. Next time, you're going to be with Louis Theroux. You're going to be doing... <laughs> Joe Rogan next, yeah. Joe we'll Rogan. Oh, you know what? Actually, um, I've got two. I can't tell you in the names. I'll tell you off air. But uh, we've got two guests who have done the Joe Rogan podcast during season three. Wow. wow. Yeah, yeah. Hey. <laughs> and me just messaging people until they say yes is what is what that's happened. amazing that's what stare does that's He's what that's my that go-to stuff. tactic as well it's crazy how you can connect with so many people now just yeah. by sending a message yeah yeah i mean honestly a barack obama is on my list um, <laughs> so... <laughs> okay quickly where are you in the world in switzerland right now we're here in zurich nice how's the weather because it's freezing here yeah it's absolutely it's freezing, freezing but we have snow so like it just makes everything better and you saw the video of rachel freaking out so 
I very I much did. It. I mean, it was, it was nice. I, I felt like, I think I sent it to a couple of friends. I was like, look how happy she is. <laughs> so happy. <laughs> I, this is how, like, it, it just makes my day to, like, even because for me, I've grown up around Europe and especially here in Switzerland. So snow for me is something that I'm used to. And I sometimes take it for granted and just seeing rage, as you were saying before, like hopping around like a bunny and like, or a kid in a candy store is just, it's too cute. <laughs> but it was so confusing for me because I was going around the house like, why is no one else freaking out? Like, this is amazing. <laughs> It's a bit like if someone lives by the beach and then someone who doesn't live by the beach is like, oh, the sea is there! Like, <laughs> yep, yeah. times. It's cool. Uh, we're going to get straight into it. I know already, I, I've allocated just an hour for this, but Aziz already told me that, uh, Rachel, you're not very good at making decisions definitively. So no. I've, now, I've now just added four hours onto this. So that's fine. Um, <laughs> Honestly, we might need it. I really, I really struggle with with saying whatever my favorite is of anything so i was i was so nervous going into your this favorite. it doesn't have to be your favorite it just has to be like some of the best things that are in your life to do with these categories so we're going to go straight into it and we're talking food guys Ooh. what have you been eating what do you have for breakfast breakfast for breakfast, we just had a smoothie. Uh, tried to keep it healthy. <laughs> We've been drinking loads of these like superfood smoothies, you know, packed with the with things that we don't know how to pronounce. We're just like, this is great. <laughs> We're taking it. Yeah, the thing is, we spent quite a bit of time in Bali, which is like huge, you know, hippie and very like health focused. And so we got into you know all of that stuff. So we're trying to stay healthy. Um, <laughs> But, then we balance it out with a bunch loads of pasta and carbs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think, I mean, so I'm Italian and like pasta is in my veins. Like, I think if you cut me open, I would. You bleed, need to see like... a doctor about that. If that, is true, <laughs> that is, that, that's not healthy. No, no, but so we've been eating like pasta once a day, especially now that we're at home and it's something like quick that we can just make ourselves. But I love pasta. It's probably one of my favorite things for sure. So yeah, can't complain. I wasn't, honestly, before I met Ste, I wasn't a huge fan of pasta at all. But that's because I grew up in Asia and I didn't understand what pasta was. It was basically bad noodles to me. <laughs> it, was just, it, it, was his, it was in his blood. It was in his veins. You're like, oh, I don't, this is horrible. Why that it's the house sauce. Come on. Okay. Were you picky kids? Do you, do you eat everything or were there some things that you just didn't eat? Now you do eat what, what, what's, what's your food palette right now? I mean do you want to go first yeah as a kid I didn't have a choice my mom's Filipina so it was like whatever is on your plate you better finish that plate and that was it so I'm not a picky eater yeah same thing actually I had a nanny who was like so like she was intense you know she really put me put me through like hell I mean in a good way because it paid off but I was I didn't like vegetable like most kids and she would force me to eat the eat it even when sometimes I don't know if this is appropriate to say but I would throw it up she would make me eat it again what I threw up and so from that I've now I eat everything I mean cut that out if you <laughs> yeah. like no, that's definitely going to come in. I'm going to actually just use that for a teaser for this episode. <laughs> so it's the thing I'm definitely going to use. It's <laughs> so funny. I mean, obviously, you've been 
all over the world. I've been following, you know, your your story, and and you, you just make me feel like crap because I've just been <laughs> um, walking my dog in very cold England. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it looks incredible, and we will be talking about travel and stuff like that. But you cannot not be inspired by all this food in all these locations that you're going it 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 must be amazing the colors the taste the flavors that you've never had before for sure i think that's one of the favorite like our favorite things when we travel is to pig out and eat as much as we can and discover the foods we also like quite experimental with things so we like to try weird things for example when i went to the philippines actually this wasn't in the philippines but it was at a filipino restaurant in new york she made me eat this traditional thing which is called balot i don't know know if you've ever heard of it no i have not okay so do you want to explain it (laughs) (laughs) it's basic it's horrible it's horrible but it's basically um like a developed duck in the egg and they just boil it and you eat the, the <laughs> baby duck. Oh, it sounds so horrible. I think they should make a Disney film of this. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a film that would. Do- you know what Disney films? They always make you cry. This is definitely going to make most people cry. What are you eating? I'm eating a baby duck. Did you give it a name? Yes, fluffy. Not so fluffy. <laughs> but it's it's meant to give you lots of energy and like it's it's seen as a kind of the natural viagra in the philippines and it has a weird effect on men and it and it works like after i ate this thing first of all it's creepy as heck when you just look at this like little chick inside an egg and i was getting really paranoid but then i had like 10 filipinos around me filming me like oh baby's first balot like eat it i was like oh my god okay i'll eat this thing and then after we were in New York and literally I, we stayed up until 4 a.m. And I just had so much energy and like I forced Rage to take rounds around like just blocks of New York because I couldn't sleep. Yeah, it's it's a crazy. Mind you, I was already fast asleep and he woke me up at like 3 a.m. in the morning to walk around freezing New York, which I hated. <laughs> I was like, Why did I do this? Yes. New York is the weirdest climate ever. Yeah, again, we will talk about travel, but it's just the craziest. Anyway, let's quickly just get uh, into into food. So what would you say, um, quickly, Rach, what would you just say is the best thing when it comes to food? We're going to go to you, Rach, first, because, uh, you know, it might take a while. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I did think of this. Um, and I have to say right now it's pizza. pizza surprising. Yeah. I would normally go for something, you know, Asian, but no, I'm going for pizza this time because it's pretty, I mean, it's pretty iconic. I don't mean like pizza hut, you know, kind of delivery stuff like that. I mean, the real Italian Napolitana pizza and it, it means quite a bit to us. Cause our first date we had pizza, which was a complete mess actually i don't know do you want to tell it from your perspective yeah it was just i'll make it quick but we had our first dates and obviously she chose a pizza place we were in dubai she had lived in dubai for 13 years i was new so i was like take me somewhere she decides to take us to a pizza place the pizza was super good the date was going amazing and then i just looked down at the plate and rach is eating it in the weirdest way like she made circles like she started it at the core of the pizza you know and that's when i was like 
okay, I knew there was something wrong with this girl. <laughs> no, you were like, I... she's the one. She's the one. <laughs> she's the one. <laughs> I had no clue what I was doing either. I, I just at one point looked down and my stomach dropped. I was like, what have I done? What am I doing? Uh, uh, hey, it worked. It worked. It uh, worked. What, what about you? What's the best thing when it comes to food for you? I have to go with pizza too, honestly. I know it's not very, you know, <laughs> creative, but definitely because besides our first date, it's also the first client we ever signed is one of the best pizza places in Dubai for a social media agency. So it means a lot. And my parents make some of the best pizza in the world. So to me, it's like, you know, tradition and coming together with the whole family. So I think it's got to be pizza. Uh, we, you have to answer this question then. Uh, two things. Can you have anchovies on a pizza? Is that a thing? It's I, a thing, like yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same, I'm the same. Um, <laughs> fruit on the pizza, is it yes or no? Okay, look, big, big no. As an, I know, as, we know a, you as, a, as a proud Italian, it's a big, big no. But then this client that we signed in Dubai, they forced me to try the pineapple on pizza. And, you know, I had to do it. And honestly, it doesn't taste that bad. But as a proud Italian, I got to, like, deny <laughs> any fruit on pizza. That's fair. I'll let you know. <laughs> uh, next up, we're going to be talking travel. See, Rach, um, travel. I'm, I'm assuming you've got nothing to say on this subject. Have you, have you yeah, actually no. been anywhere lately? Or? Not really. <laughs> Just been in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, travel. No, travel is a big part of our life, especially for the last few years. We've been lucky to, to travel quite a bit. And now, obviously, with COVID, everything stopped. So we've been stuck here in Zurich. But Which isn't anything to complain about, obviously. Yeah, yeah obviously, it's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, for sure. But yeah, we do love to travel. I mean, it, 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 watching, you know, your, your social media pages, your, your YouTubes, your TikToks, your Instagrams. I mean, it is enough to make anyone feel crap about their own lives. Is I feel like you're like a, a, like a tourist board of places. Now I want to go. And I, you know, you, you've been doing it for such a long time and you sort of giving people ideas to do. And you know what? I don't want to say couple goals, but I feel like there's couple goals that are happening here. <laughs> and you know, for the first time, our, our listeners uh, can't, can't see what we're doing right now, but you're the first people to ever do the podcast where I can see you. I can also see the back of your head because you've got a mirror behind you. <laughs> so, your back you of your head looks lovely. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Had to brush it a bit. You know, the, the bald spots happening. <laughs> no, not You're looking great. So, okay, so traveling and stuff like that, is it a thing you did when you were kids? Or is this a thing now you're like, we need to catch up. We didn't do any of it. We actually both did quite a bit of traveling because we we grew up like we had similar stories in the sense that we both grew up a bit all over. For me, it was all over Europe. For her, it was all over Asia because of our our fa uh, father's jobs. So we did get to do quite a bit of traveling. But obviously, it's completely different as a kid. You know, you don't appreciate it as much. You're with your parents. You're not experiencing it. So the last three, four years, we structured our business online with the goal to travel more. And that's what we did. And 
that's where the bulk of the traveling happened and we're, yeah. we definitely have all our memories from that but it's still been mostly in europe and southeast asia so i mean next year or the year after whenever we can all start traveling again we do really want to go elsewhere to like south america or japan is really high up on the list for us but yeah, yeah. i mean quickly how did you even get into this it's just you just had because whose idea was it or what you know it it, it just seems like people feel like oh we can just do this the amount of effort and energy you spend doing this not only doing it coming up with the ideas and then doing it then editing it and then traveling how do you even have the time <laughs> yeah it's it's hard <laughs> and, and honestly it's something that we're still totally trying to find the balance of because there's times where like this week i mean rage just had it like a bit of a burnout and so just a little one it's tough to balance but how it started is just it was actually we were in dubai um and it was me with my one of my best friends we started the company originally and we had gotten really good at social media because we built two pages in the food and travel niche that have over a million followers combined and so through those we were just getting opportunities to one stay at amazing hotels and eat at great restaurants just to get to do a review and two also to actually work with these clients and offer our services and we realized that we didn't have to be there to offer our service. We could do it all online, you know, through Skype or through Zoom to have calls. And then everything was done, you know, through Facebook ads and stuff like that. And we worked hard to find the right way to structure the business online so that we didn't have to be present, you know, physically on the ground. And it took us a while to figure that out. But um, luckily with social media, everything is already online. So it's totally doable. And yeah, we started to travel and mostly through Southeast Asia because obviously it's it's beautiful, it's super cheap as well. I mean, there's it ticks all the boxes for us, you know, like there's a great community of other people working online. So we really found our tribe there as well. And yeah, it's it's the thing is we cannot travel for like one week in one place, one week in another. We always try to go for like two th or three months. We stay in one place so that we can not only like experience the culture and the place, but also get work done. Otherwise it's impossible to, to work. Yeah, because we're not actually sitting by the pool on our laptops. We really need to properly grind. <laughs> <laughs> and I, it's so funny, you know, especially when you're doing you know, your clips and stuff. I think people don't understand how much goes behind the scenes of that. I think even just doing this podcast, I think each episode takes between four to five hours of work. It, yeah it's incredible and you're traveling I, i'm just in my little study i don't, <laughs> I don't have to do anything else to set up and print off a piece of paper and write some notes but you're you know you're all over the world okay so i've written down a couple of places italy switzerland thailand dubai denmark philippines um where are some of the uh best places that you've been what you know what, what is the best thing about travel for you and it doesn't even have to be a destination it can just be just getting away do you want to yeah i mean we've already mentioned it but bali has a really special place in our hearts i mean it's just we've met so many amazing people there and that's i think one of my favorite things about travel is just opening yourself up to different people from different backgrounds and i don't know yeah the, the community there is so open-minded and they've opened us up to trying different experiences that we've never done before you know like 
we fell in love with ecstatic dancing there. I fell in love with crystals and spiritual stuff. And <laughs> it's, I don't know, it's just been really amazing in Bali. Yeah, I totally agree. I think for me, it's just the fact that one, it totally opens your mind, you know, especially when you go to places that are, for me, like coming from Europe where everything works more or less and then going to <laughs> Asia where, you know, it's totally run down and you're like, wow, nothing is functioning, but people are so happy still, you know, even happier than in Europe. And just, being in contrast with like such a different culture and way of living like really opens up your mind and pushes you out of your comfort zone which has made both of us grow so much as people so I think definitely the growth aspect and doing things that are totally uncomfortable like have you ever heard of ecstatic dancing is it about a baby duck egg it's this really uh, uncomfortable thing where you're basically just like dancing freely with a bunch of other people and for me it's uncomfortable because I'm not I'm not a confident dancer at all <laughs> and we had this one guy who was kind of like hosting the whole experience who made us do things like now get on all fours and act like you know an animal and I was like what the heck with a, what? Bunch <laughs> with a bunch of strangers and it's you know there's a wall for me at the beginning because it's so totally not used to I'm not used to doing this stuff but then when you just let go it's like I mean okay it's kind of awkward <laughs> that I'm doing this but <laughs> you might as well go full out yeah. now <laughs> but so like these experiences or we tried breath work which is a really trippy form of meditation which is like getting high on your own supply basically and like just through using your breath and having these kind of experiences that we had never heard of and they're totally like eye-opening like so I think that's one of my favorite things about mm -hmm. travel I mean, if you say favorite things, again, I'm going to come down and kick your butt because it's best things. I don't <laughs> <laughs> my mom said, oh, it's one of my favorite things. You're like, mom, you know the show is called Best Things. <laughs> no, I mean, it sounds incredible. And like, I think this is one of the things that travel allows you to do. It allows you to um, experience cultures and uh and just different things that you wouldn't even know you know you sit in your own world where you're born you know the patch of dirt that you're born i think that joe rogan <laughs> likes to say and you're like oh this is it and you're like no it isn't there's so many other incredible wonderful weird crazy things that i get yeah. to experience if i get to do it. and if you're lucky enough to go away and and do those which um which is incredible so i'm going to probably say for you guys that the best thing to do or your favorite thing to do with travel i'll do your <laughs> the, best thing, the, best thing. <laughs> the best thing to do with travel is is probably bali for you yeah for now for now, for now. yeah definitely until south america hits and then we'll, we'll do, you'll come back in uh series 17 and we'll be like oh well we just did the moon um and uh, i can see it happen i can see it happen um next up we're going to be talking tv and film Hi everyone, it's Tom, with another recommendation from Tom's film bag. This week's film is the comedy Booksmart, starring Beanie Feldstein and Caitlin Deaver, and is directed by Olivia Wilde. Booksmart follows two soon-to-be high school graduates who decide to go on one big night out just before graduation day, after having spent their entire school career studying. It's a female-fronted film both on-screen and behind the camera that is funny, stylish, and emotional, and this quick clip should give you a glimpse of that. Amy, you've been out for two years and you never kissed a girl. I really don't know what I'm doing with all that stuff. I have a secret for you. I once tried to masturbate with an electric toothbrush, but I got a horrible UTI. 
I wish that would have been a secret, but you've mentioned it many, many times. Whilst I was admittedly unsure of how I felt about Booksmart the first time I watched it, I can safely say that it's managed to win me over since. Booksmart has a great sense of style and flair, thanks to Olivia Wilde's fantastic direction. It's visually stunning to look at, which is paired with a bombastic soundtrack that emphasises the film's cast of larger-than-life characters. Speaking of characters, Beanie Feldstein and Kaylin Diva give terrific performances in the lead roles, having the perfect chemistry that allows them to deliver the most absurd jokes, as well as gut-punchingly emotional back and forth throughout. Booksmart is available to watch right now on Amazon Prime Video, and we'll see you next time for another film bag recommendation. Talking about TV and film, um, obviously 2020 is the you. I should have put stocks in like Netflix or Amazon. Can you imagine? Oh my god! Share prices must have gone up by now. For sure. Everyone, everyone watched Tiger King. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> if there wasn't a pandemic, no one would have watched it because it was terrible. <laughs> it's just a, it's just a rubbish program, but everyone watched it. Did everyone was it? so excited. Yeah, of of course. course, came out at the perfect time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I barely, like, managed to finish it, but Rach is, she's, like, really the Netflix, like, freak, and she she's, like, watched everything TV on shows. there. Honestly, I waste so much time watching TV shows. Me like, too. <laughs> I'm re-watching the Black Mirrors right now. Did you watch those when they came we out? We watched the first season, I think. Yeah, we yeah. did. Yeah, Black Mirror is amazing. Well, yeah. I thought you didn't you say you were also rewatching Game of Thrones or or was yeah, it finished watching it finished watching it it is better second time really it was it is better because you know at the beginning you know when you're watching season one season two season three and you're like ah, do you know what I just don't care I don't care about any of you and then something <laughs> happens at the end of season three and you're like. I think I care too much. <laughs> I don't know how anyone's Sansa, Cersei, two close names, really annoying, right? But it, but when you watch it the second time and you go back and it hasn't dated badly, what happens with it is that you understand all the context to every, and, and everything in season one makes sense. And when you get to like, you know, season five, season eight, you're like, this is mind blowing. And if you binge watch it, I think everyone got really upset with Game of Thrones because when you actually watch it once a week, you can binge watch it. So they are annoyed about the ending. Yeah. But when you binge watch it, it actually works. The ending works? Yeah. Really? That's a bold claim. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready to go through it all again for that ending. Yeah, I, I'd still wait a while. You <laughs> I saw it when it when it finished and I, you know, but I watched it weekly for like years. And it, it, it but we yeah, literally I watched it in two months, we finished it. Wow. So, just been you know what? this is actually the show that I cannot get Steer to watch. He, what? Like, okay. I, have, he, I have not watched it. Into it every You've time. got to persevere. Honestly, persevere. <laughs> I, I'm going to say, we've already taken up like two minutes talking about bloody Game of Thrones. <laughs> I haven't even properly asked you. Guys, what is your favorite thing? I'm joking. What is the your best, best thing? <laughs> <laughs> what, have, what have you been watching right now? What, what, what have you been, uh, especially you, Rach? Obviously, you're. <laughs> yeah, I'll let Rach take this one. Well, Right now, it's been Christmas movie after Christmas movie, but I won't mention any of those because they're all trash, honestly. <laughs> all Christmas movies are trash. Did you watch Last Christmas? Did you see the one with Amelia Clark? Um, and the yeah, guy yeah, from- yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's terrible. Loved it.
yeah it's exactly what you need though isn't it you're just like oh that was horrible but great I feel great now (laughs) no but other than the Christmas movies my latest obsession has been Outlander I don't know if you've watched it I have not and maybe the listeners haven't uh, watched it either so uh yes what's it about Oh my god, I don't even know how to explain this without <laughs> spoiling it. It's Yeah, please don't spoil it. Rach <laughs> <laughs> just ruined ending. This is my nightmare. This is like this is I'm so bad at this. Um I always say I'll edit things out. I'm too lazy. It just goes <laughs> Okay. Sorry, I heard guys. in your other podcast the, the person asking not to put it in and you put it in anyway so I know this is coming oh, wait. Oh, wait. but okay let me try and keep this as short as possible the main character Claire basically ends up time travelling to the past in Scotland on while she's on her honeymoon with her, with her husband and uh, a bunch of stuff happens there where it's in a period where coming up to I don't know if you know the Battle of Culloden because I didn't before I watched the show. No, I do. Yeah, I do know it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm just so... saying that to sound smart. Yeah. <laughs> no, <I do. laughs> yeah. Definitely. <laughs> it's just building up to that. Basically, a rough period in Scotland, and I I really don't know what to say other than it's, it's good. It's it's a lot. Didn't of... you tell me that it's like you said it's kind of Game of Thrones vibes, but you said it's even better. Yeah, it's it's really different to Game of Thrones. There's just, oh. just stuff that happens in this TV show that I've never seen in other shows before. Topics that they discuss that are pretty hard to watch, but I just think it's really brave. So what, yeah, and there's what, a. What are you watching on? Uh, Netflix. It's available on Netflix in Switzerland, but when we're out of Switzerland, like when we go to Italy, it's not. So I've downloaded the whole thing, and now my laptop hates me. So I've got no memory for anything. But I'm like, I'm not deleting this. This is a priority. <laughs> but yeah, it's great. You should go watch it. I don't know if you've sold it, but I'll put it in the links below. I'll put it in the links below. <laughs> yeah, just watch mind. the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> what were you watching when you were kids? Can you remember sort of, uh, you know, watching TV programs or films and stuff? What were you binging then? Basil Brush. <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom. Yeah. <laughs> For me, I was obsessed with Batman, everything Batman. I watched all of the old movies, the cartoons, um, huge Batman fan. And then, what I mean, also Pokemon. I had a chat, like that was one of my biggest childhood obsessions. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, did you see the new film with Ryan Reynolds? Were you happy with that film? Wait, of the, the Pokemon. Oh, of Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was interesting. Like it was yeah, really. I mean, I love the humor, you know, that he brings, and yeah, I thought it was a a good, like completely different to what I grew up watching. But I grew, I, I enjoyed it a lot. I'm being distracted by my dog just sort of staring. <laughs> obviously, but then she just sort of looks up at me. Like, oh, right, <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, it, it, it is crazy because I think that no one has watched this much TV and film in the last, you know, this year than they've watched any other year because we just had a little bit more free time at home. Yeah. Um, so when it, when it comes to TV and film, what would you say uh, individually, if you want to go with this one, is the best thing about TV and film? <laughs> Do you want to go first? Or... Sure. I mean, for me, it's that just escaping through it, right? I guess it's the same thing as travel. And you get to go to a whole different world and meet new characters. And yeah, they just, I mean, depending on what you watch, I also love like 
crime documentaries and stuff like this so getting into the minds of other people is super interesting to me so i think that's the best thing about it for me i think the best thing is especially now that we started like making videos and uh, like we're on youtube is more of the like learning and seeing like wow this is just an amazing story and the storytelling and the filming and so like now the approach of when i watch movies is completely different to before it's much more like trying to like pick and like see wow that's actually genius like how this shot was filmed or how this moment was you know created um so i think that's Mm -hmm. right now the best thing for me not the favorite the best i I, it's fine you can say the favorite if you come out (laughs) of a podcast called the favorite thing i'm gonna tell them (laughs) oh i see i see that's fine (laughs) i mean it is incredible and and i think like you know, I, I, we do some, make some adverts and stuff and you do your, you know, your YouTube stuff and, and, and then you watch things like Game of Thrones as an episode towards the end. And I think they filmed it and it was like 60 nights of filming. And I was like, wow, that's oh crazy. <laughs> the same shot over and over again. Yeah. For one episode, it was one episode. I think it was six. Wow. I think they killed everyone. It might have been more. We'll fat, we'll fat chicken that because um, <laughs> I put that in there to make sure I remember doing that. So Game of Thrones Season 8, Episode 3, The Long Night, took 55 nights to shoot over 11 weeks in the harshest weather conditions in Northern Ireland. Some good answers there as well, but I'm going to definitely check out The Outlander. Outlander? Yeah, is that what Yeah, 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 you should. Honestly, I think it's worth it. I'm just going to watch the trailer, Steve. (laughs) (laughs) No, the trailer won't do it justice. You've got to just start it. Uh, One of my favourite little topics as well in categories, uh, we're going to be talking about the best thing to do with music. Hi everyone, it's Bethia from Bethia's Beats. My chosen artist for this week is the very talented Struan. So Struan is from Nashville and I've actually had the pleasure of writing with him very recently while he was over in London. I just adore his energy and his love for writing such great music. He draws inspiration from bands like The Killers and he says he feels like he's currently making his most authentic music yet, which is always a very exciting feeling as an artist. He's just released his single, Driveway, which is just an all-round banger. It was stuck in my head for days and days after I heard it for the first time. The music video is also incredible, so definitely go and check that out on YouTube after this. Here's a snippet of it playing in the background. To listen to the full song, it will be playing at the end of the podcast, along with all the details of Struan's social media and where to find the song. Thank you so much, and I'll see you next time. Steve, Rach, uh, we're talking music. I nearly did jazz hands then. <laughs> uh, what are you listening to? What's on your Spotify playlist right now? Well, We've just been outed uh, with our Spotify playlist, hasn't we, as well, about what the crap music we listen to. Exactly. <laughs> I was just going to say, I saw yours on your story the other day, yeah. and I was like, oh, no, what is mine? I have to check that out. And honestly, the top three songs 
or Harry Styles from his latest album. Watermelon wow. Sugar is number one, which doesn't surprise me. And you know what? I'm not ashamed to say it. I love that man. I love <laughs> it. It is actually, it is actually um, my niece's, who's seven, favorite song. Well. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah. That makes me feel great about company. myself. You're in good company with my niece. Uh, it is a great song, though. I mean, he is like, he is... Uh, He's this wonderful pop star, isn't he? Really, mm-hmm. that Harry. And I mean, I have to say that you know, I have met him a few times. So, uh, oh really? Uh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I find you jealous. But yeah, um, what what are you listening to apart from just Harry Styles? Is there other things going? Steve, is yours, was yours the same? Was it just Harry? Harry and Styles all the way. <laughs> no, for me, actually. So I don't use Spotify, which uh, I feel like. I'm sorry. Little- what? Yeah, yeah no, actually, our sponsor this year. Well, how dare! <laughs> <laughs> but I grew up with my dad is a music fanatic. He has like fifteen thousand vinyls, and he wrote an encyclopedia on punk music. So he's really hardcore about it. And he tried to kind of rub off his music tastes of especially like punk, psychedelic music, uh, American folk. But it didn't quite work out because my favorite genre, my best things genre is uh, <laughs> <laughs> is uh, I'm changing I'm changing my podcast we're now called favorite thing okay there you go. <laughs> um, it's hip-hop so for me I've been listening I love Eminem he's probably um, the best <laughs> the best thing and um, I also listen to a lot of Stormzy I, I think if I was using Spotify I'd probably have Stormzy at the top um yeah i've been listening to i mean lately do you know harry mack this you should get what do you have (laughs) (laughs) i mean do you need to say a doctor you got spaghetti in your veins and a harry mack no no who's this oh man this guy's ridiculous he's a freestyle rapper and he just raps off the top and he's he has a youtube channel now he's quite he's getting big and he just you give him words and he just raps about it and it to me it's mind-blowing how quick he is like he makes good music on the spot and i've been binging all his stuff can i you do you, it can you do it now can you do one for us no way <laughs> <laughs> i've been practicing in the shower actually but because <laughs> i'm so inspired by this guy but yeah he's so i've been listening to a lot of him so harry mack harry mack you should get try to get this guy in a podcast Okay, I'll do it. I'll I do actually it. listen. He might, to, he might um... actually call it best thing as well. So. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, I mean, music's so inspiring. I, I put on some old music from like back when I was young, young, young. Some old like '90s, early '90s boy band music because that's what I was into. I didn't. Have bully uh-huh. before. And, um, <laughs> and I still knew every single word, like every word. I haven't heard this song for like. 15, 20 years, and I Amazing. knew all the words. Music is so inspiring that it just puts you in this kind of kind of mood. What what sort of music kind of calms you down? What is the thing that you can use? You got the bubble bath going, you got the lights <laughs> gems, and maybe some candles. Is there anything that just some good music that just kind of chills you out? I mean, obviously, it's just Harry Styles for you, Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of One Direction in the corner. Oh, no. <laughs> I have to say, like, for me, it's always, I just love rap. It, like, transports me every time. Like, the storytelling aspect, again, of it. I don't know. I, I love lyrics. And so, for me, that's something that is is always the go-to. 
Um, but I also love blues, like a good blues is, and that's something my father has definitely rubbed off, mm -hmm. like Muddy Waters and this kind of, that kind of vibe definitely, that makes me feel good, like, you know, good in the soul. Some soul music always does the job. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when you say in the bath, I guess I can't, uh, it has to be like <laughs> jazz, right? <laughs> but honestly, <laughs> my, my, my favorite, my, the best genre to me, is reggaeton like i love that <laughs> gets me every time yeah yeah <laughs> gets me in a good mood every single time no matter what i'm doing i used to have rhythm i just realized i don't i just <laughs> don't know how, how you dance anymore dan stop it uh, i see there's a trumpet behind you is that a trumpet yeah, it is a trumpet. I use it as a doorstop. Don't stop. <laughs> Can um, you play it, it's a really old trumpet. I don't play it. No one plays it. So my, my godson comes over and he tries every single time. And I'm like, please go and wash your mouth. That's just been on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> it literally, it just sits on the floor. I was like, please don't. Um, but I am, obviously, I'm inspired by music and, you know, doing a TV show that, you know, that I had to sing every single week um, on it and stuff like that. And, and then, you know, watch the people that have come from the show do so so well and like my friends and you know like i call them my like kind of family really and uh yeah it's 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 incredible that some people just can be so musically talented can you play any musical instruments between you or are you so i used to play the trombone very sexy Ooh. yeah but <laughs> i mean i bet you had a fun time at school <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> I was, uh, you can imagine, the cool kid. <laughs> but I played the trombone for 12 years. And uh, yeah, I, I haven't picked it up now in a long, long time. So I don't even know, honestly, if I could play it. Um, but yeah. I that's... like a new video coming along. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and you play. Yeah, so I can, I can play the guitar. Um... But and I can well, I used to be able to play the piano. Um, you can still think, play. It's like a. I really thing. don't think I can. <laughs> Honestly, Stairs family has it down in Italy. They have a piano, and I keep looking at it. Part of me <laughs> believes that I can play it, and then I go to it, and I have no clue what to do anymore. Right, so no, it's Everyone, over. The whole family's around, <laughs> like wailing. Rachel's ready. She's, <laughs> she's like, I can't play this. <laughs> I can't do this. I'm, I'm, do you know what? <laughs> One Christmas, actually, it was probably the most annoying Christmas for Stiz family. Oh my god! <laughs> we learned how to play uh, the theme song to Casa de Papel. Do you, have you watched mm -hmm. that show? Bella yeah. Ciao. Yeah, it's... and we played it for like two hours straight, but butchering it for two hours, <laughs> and we we were so persistent, we wouldn't give up. And when we say playing it, it wasn't like wow, yeah, it was <laughs> really like just. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Mozart did. That's how Mozart started. Don't worry. Um, I'm going to say the best thing when it comes to music for you. I, I, I think for for you, Steve, I'm going to say sort of rap and hip hop, and that's kind of your genre and stuff like that. And I'm, yeah. and Rach, you're just going to get Harry Styles. <laughs> that's what you okay, get. There's okay. nothing wrong with that. Yeah, it's fine. No, um, there's a tweet. There's a tweet that goes around on, on Twitter and it, it it happened maybe uh, 10 years ago and it circulates sort of every sort of year and it's of uh, Louie Tomlinson from uh, One Direction and he messaged me just saying, hi, um, I hope you're coming to the show and um, can you just give me a shout out because I don't have many followers. Yeah, he has about 30 million followers now and I have about 100,000. Um, wow. so, no way, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> embarrassing tweet. Uh, next up, and I love this category. We're going to be talking 
something random. So, Steve, Rach, um, what is your best thing when it comes to something random? I know this is not the easiest question to ask, answer or ask. Well, actually, it's easy for me to ask it because I don't have to say anything. Um, yeah, so answering this question, what, what are you going to go with? Because we've had so many crazy answers uh, this season and last season. So what's going to be yours? I We've been thinking a little bit about it. And especially, I think, during this this year, which has been obviously with lockdown and staying home, just the, the importance of like connections and meaningful connections with other people. Um, this is something that was definitely... A struggle for us because we haven't really seen anyone and it made me realize like I need people I need people around me I feed off that energy um, so for me it's definite I, I would probably go with yeah connections and it's a big like we actually saw a really interesting um, case study done by Harvard that talks about they they basically tracked people from the time they were born till the time they died to test what is the thing that makes them happiest I think it's from 18 or something not from the, when they were born for from 18 yeah so from 18 to basically when they died thanks for the fact, the fact check <laughs> you're, you're fat chicken in the show which I'm, <laughs> yeah. we're just gonna get you now and yeah they they saw that by tracking these people the key element that made everybody happier was obviously was not money status but it was meaningful relationships and that's something that really struck with us because I feel like sometimes we can get too focused on, you know, doing our thing. And even if we have Skype and all these things and Zoom, but like the connection is so important. And so that was a big realization um, and something we want to spend more time yeah, doing. I think it's interesting because this year, obviously, we haven't been doing a lot of traveling, um, but we've made some of like some really cool connections just online, just reaching out to people whilst they're oh, reaching guys, out. Whatever, that, you know, that's, that's <laughs> <laughs> no, but really like to think that if someone told us last year that we'd be doing our first podcast with you, we'd be like, there's there's no way. How would we I... ever, how would we ever get into your circle? You Stop know? it. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> It is so important, I think, especially in these times, that it's quite nice that we're kind of reaching out to people that we may have not re reached out to as much as we should do. Um, like I'm yeah. talking and going for dog walk with with neighbors and stuff that I, you know, I, that you know we probably would be friends after a while. But actually, because we're just out and about in the village and stuff like that, people are just seeing us and like, hey, do you want to go for a walk? Do you want to do this? You know, um, and just making sure that you know people that we love or that we care about that we kind of just checking in a little bit more and and we can still focus on ourselves but i think there's an element of once you have that connection with someone through you know your family members your friends your loved one it's so important and i think that that is i think one of my favorite best things that i've heard so far actually so what what about my you know, random thing. Um, <laughs> uh, Rach, would you say the same thing? Are you, are you going to go somewhere? Or are you just going to be like, no, I'm going to talk about flowers. I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, I'd, like, and I'd now like things. to talk about my crystals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do it. Please talk about crystals quickly. I want to hear that. Come on. Seriously? Yeah, honestly. Best okay, things well. crystal. Wow. Okay. Yeah, go on. Start? <laughs> do it. Um, I don't know. This is, well, it did happen this year that, 
I started, I mean, I went a bit crazy in Bali when we had to leave early because of that's when the whole COVID situation started picking up. And I just remember one of the last things I did was run to the crystal shops. Like I'm not leaving (laughs) without a handful of crystals. People running to go and get their children or their lost (laughs) pet. No, Greg just gone straight to the crystal shop, which no one was in. <laughs> derelict. Because everyone else was throwing out, but Rachel needed a crystal. No. No, it was great. It was the shops were empty. So I had I had the best pick and I got every single one I wanted. Um, you know, I went to some kind of workshops and events where people taught me how to pick crystals, you know, the best way to take care of them, how to use them and how to recharge them under the moon. Yeah. <laughs> And, That's uh, what the moon's for. <laughs> Honestly, it's just been a, a bunch of fun. I think that's something that, you know, in such a such a crazy year, that's been something that's kind of grounded me in a weird way of just having, you know, a bunch of crystals in my room that I can be like, you know, these are going to fix my problems. I'm just going to spend 10 minutes with my crystals and I'll feel like a new person. It's great. But if it calms you down or it makes you feel zen or it makes you make better choices or even just think, isn't that a good thing? Yeah. And I think, you know, everyone always goes on about how meditation is so good for you. And I do believe it. But when I first started trying to do meditation, I just could not get into sitting down and not thinking of anything. And for some reason, actually deciding to pick up some crystals and put them down and making my brain believe that something is happening. You know what? I actually do believe stuff happens though, (laughs) but I don't know if my tiny crystals have the energy to actually create that kind of a change in my environment, but I'm still going to say they do. So my mind uh, thinks things are happening, you know? Um, And yeah, I think it just, it's, it's something that's helped me a lot in the kind of spiritual aspect of my life, which has helped me ground myself this year. So, yeah, I'm going to stick with it. I'm a crystal lover, and I'm proud to say that. <laughs> yeah, you know, never be, you know, never hide that. Always be yourself, you know. When you when you come out to your parents about being a crystal lover, they'll love you. you know? Oh, it's my fine. gosh. My dad has been <laughs> um, calling me a gypsy for years. <laughs> I find it hilarious because Steve's doing the situation that he's kind of, you know, he's, he's going along with it, but he's sort of laughing about it. I can imagine in about two years' time, he'll be like, I'm totally into crystals now. It's actually i honestly have that same feeling as well like she's already at the beginning she like made me do the whole thing like you gotta hold the crystal crystal and if it heats up in your hand then you know that you're connected to this one i'm like nothing is nothing is heating up like, i was it's not so working. excited when i brought back my first set of crystals i was like stare these ones burn in my hands and i put them in his hands like waiting excitedly for him to to have this moment for himself he's just like it's not <laughs> but at the same time as you were saying i see how rage like how much it grounds her and it just makes her feel better so like there's there's got to be something there so i'm <laughs> open-minded we'll see <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how the journey goes on with that. I really <laughs> want to know when you, you're really, really into it and you have these huge crystals. I'm not into crystals anymore. That was so 2020. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say um, the, the best thing when it comes to something random for you guys, uh, for you, Steve, is, is connection and probably for you, Rach, as well, but then also being crystal lady. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll I, know, I really want to get a crystal from my house to be honest you should <laughs> honestly but i think it's it. i think it's what we need yeah we gotta we can send you a christmas present a please little... whatever you do though <laughs> don't start with rose quartz like i feel like it's the most 
cliche oh, okay. crystal to get. So just go. Yeah, with don't be basic, else. man. <laughs> All those people that have got they like, oh, I have a crystal, and then they've got rose quartz. So like, oh. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, okay we've got one tiny category right at the end and then we'll finish up and find out what's happening next with you um you get a little bit of a break with this one as well because uh it's not the easiest of questions to answer uh so guys what is the best thing when it comes to you do we have to <laughs> Rachel was already trying to answer that question before we had the music break, but it's okay. Uh, yeah, guys, uh, what is the best thing uh, when it comes to you? You can do this separately, or you can do each other. No, don't, because then that'd be really like Sophie. Um, yeah, so, uh, <laughs> we were actually thinking of doing each other because it's I was, so much we, easier. I hate saying the best things about myself. Yeah, we don't want to be those. Do you, know, you, like... can, you can do each other. I will let you off because you're the first couple. So uh, <laughs> go on. It. So, what is the best thing when it comes to Rach? So. I think one of the things for sure is her kindness, such a generous person, like always giving and she's made me a much kinder person. So I, that's one for sure that comes to mind. And another one is what we were talking about before is just how she appreciates the little things with the snow is an example, but that's, you've just seen her in the snow, but that's Rachel, like with any little thing, she can just be the happiest person in the world. And it's always for me, like a good reminder of, you know, appreciating those little things more like sometimes we're just walking out and she's like oh, stay oh my god i'm like what happened she's like look it's a tree i'm like wow really like a tree like but she has yeah. this excitement and it's contagious so it's that's definitely one of the best things oh that's really sweet do, would you concur with that would you say that that if you had to do your own best things about yourself would you say those sort of things I mean, I'd like to say kindness. Like, I try to be kind. Um, it's, you know, I do have a temper. I get, you know. We all do. It'd be weird <laughs> if you didn't. It'd be yeah. weird if you didn't. No one but... likes those people. They're like, well, I'm never annoyed. You're like, really? <laughs> no, but it's something that I do. I, I am mindful of, and I do try to be kind when possible. I mean, yeah, I've also I'm just too embarrassed from past experiences when I've not been kind. I'm just like I I don't want to be that person. Um, so yeah, I think yeah, I'll go with it. I'll take it. It's really it's really hard uh, to say nice things about yourself, and and uh, I think someone told me this that if you met someone who is as horrible about you as you are about yourself, you would never be friends with them. So why would yeah. you do that to yourself? Like don't be that person that you would never want to be associated with so so true know, you can say nice stuff about yourself okay let's turn it around <laughs> have you got the long list imagine there's rachel's like wait one sec <laughs> that Steve has made her write down. Um, <laughs> that, that sounds like something we would do. <laughs> no, honestly, like new video, new video. Uh, so, uh, Rach, what would you say uh, is the best thing about Steve? So, for me, I mean, the first thing that came to mind was he's just the biggest dreamer that I know. He'll, he's just such a go-getter. Like he'll come up with the wildest ideas, and then straight after saying them to me, he'll go let's do it. We can do it. Yeah. Why not? Why can't we do it? You know, anything's possible. And I'm just like, at the beginning, it, it was something that I found impossible to kind of get my head around because I don't know, my, my dad's 
British and growing up, you just, you know, you're told to, to stay humble and, you know, there's certain things you can't do and that's okay. And Stan's the complete opposite. He's like, we can do anything. Let's do it. And <laughs> I'm that annoying guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's super inspiring. And I've done so many things in my life that I wouldn't have pos- probably done without him having initiated it. And, you know, even the things that have gone pretty bad and, you know, these wild ideas that don't work out and, He's just as enthusiastic the next time he comes up with another wild idea, um, and he doesn't he doesn't hold any past experiences um, as negatives, and it's just yeah, it's really inspiring to me. So that that's oh, my making me emotional. The best thing about Stu <laughs> for me. I like how Stu's getting emotional because he's like, oh, you're saying such lovely things about me. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> if you only knew, this is Would his you... love language. Like he that. All I need to do for Steer is tell him all the, the wonderful things about him, and that that's it. And yeah, I'm a, I'm a sucker for this. Honestly, it's embarrassing to say, but <laughs> gets me every time. <laughs> you like a compliment? It's fine. Um, would you concur? Would you say you you are a big dreamer? Is that all true? I don't know, honestly. I I, I feel weird because I feel like there's people that are dreaming much much bigger. So, um, I definitely like to dream, and I. So I, I do agree to a certain extent, um, but I, I don't know if that's the thing I would probably say most, like that's the, my best thing, but it's interesting to hear how that it, that it is for you. Well, we'll, we'll get you back on another episode and we'll, we'll make you, we'll make you do <laughs> your own. I'll share you the list that I've done. For you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll make sure I'll get some crystal, not rose quartz, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, thank you so much, guys. You've been absolutely amazing. What's coming up next to you? What are you doing? What's happening on your TikToks and hopefully your Instagram when it comes back? <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Uh, the main thing for now, like our main focus is our YouTube channel. We're really trying to grow our community there. Um, The mission is to make self-improvement fun and to inspire other people to just be their true, authentic selves. Um, So that's a new project we started this year, which is something we wanted to do for a long time. We finally got to it. We love creating the content, so we really want to get better with that. And we'll see if we ever get our Instagram back. We'll see if um... (laughs) you will. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> hopefully and uh, yeah we'd love to do an episode with you once as well on our youtube channel i think it would be really fun yeah i'm actually busy i'm sorry um, <laughs> <laughs> i would hey. love to that would be amazing i mean watching it and being in it would be mind-blowing i probably couldn't watch it back but yeah i, I love what you guys do i love what you stand for i love your energy and positivity and i think you balance each other really well and i think you're balanced on your own but i think together it's just like this incredible uh you know um vision that you have um is just really awe inspiring so keep doing what you're doing keep being (laughs) as humble but as brave and as dreamy and as kind and as crystal and (laughs) favorite things as you want to be literally i'm so happy to have got you on this we've been talking about for a while um i'd love to have you back i'd love to do it when we're together i'll come over wherever you are oh it'll be amazing like one nice and filmed and, and all that stuff but um Yes, I will put all your details where everyone can follow you on all of your social media platforms in the links below. Uh, so uh, there's quite a few, so I'm going to have to spend a while. Um, have you got any, uh, like, a little expir- inspiring kind of uh, 
you, you put something on, on on Instagram when you had one. Uh, when you uh, about, uh, <laughs> right. lines and stuff like that. Uh, have you got anything you would just like to kind of just finish off with an inspiring line or anything that you got that? I'm putting you on the spot now. Wow, so. totally putting us on the spot here. <laughs> I think one of the the quotes that resonates with me the most and is most true to me now is um, in a world where everybody is trying to make you into someone else the biggest accomplishment you can achieve is to be yourself and yeah that's one that really resonates with me because we're trying to just i think when you're yourself you're attracting people that like you for you and i think it's a big key to happiness so i don't know if it's cheesy or not (laughs) i like that and i think it's a good one to go with i'll put that in the links below as well thank you so much guys it is incredible to have this time with you thank you giving up your time have a wonderful christmas um and uh and love to the family and friends and stuff like that and definitely work together very soon yes yes man thank you so much for having us loved it love oh that was your british accent we'll cut that loved it I'll, I'll be getting hate comments otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he sounds like Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Time for the thank yous. Thank you so much to our wonderful guests, Dean Rach, and you can find all their social media platforms in the links below. Thank you to Adam Harris doing his fat chicken. You'll be finding his answer out just after this. Thank you to Bethia Beats bringing us the best in brand new music as well. And her song of the pod will be played just after Fat Chicken. Thank you to Tom and Revan for giving us those film bag reviews. And thank you for you for listening. The music in the background is by myself, Tom Baxter and Jimmy Lundy. The artwork is done by JMD. Next up, Adam Harris's Fat Chicken and Bethia Beats track of the pod. See you next time. Fat Chicken here. Well done for sitting through Dan talking to people about their favourite Canary Island or something. Um, I was finding out for you whether it's true that Tom Hanks has an asteroid named after him. And it is actually true. It's called 12818 Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks' asteroid there. I'll be back with you next week with another Fat Chicken for you. Ciao. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.